0: It's coming home. And by it, we mean automatic promotion from League One here on the Owls Americas. Jeff Wednesday Opinion with an American accent. They don't write a song about that. I'm your host. We can. Jeffrey Paternostro. And I actually have a beer from my co host, Neck of the Woods. This week, uh, it's been very cold in Utah for weeks now, just dry, bitter, 38 degrees every day. So that's dark beer season for me. I wanted something fairly straightforward. I didn't want like a fancy barrel aged or pastry stout or some sort of weird 11% witch's brew. So I went with a plain old porter from the Deschutes Brewery in Bend, Oregon. The Black Butte Porter. Surprisingly balanced porter has notes of rich coffee and chocolate and a luscious creaminess and roasted finish. No wonder it's America's favorite. I don't know if that's uh, technically true, but it's quite good. Uh, just a lovely, dry, roasty, little sweet, but not too much. Classic American porter. Joining me on the line from the same state of Oregon, it's Mike Laroon. Mike, what are you drinking?
1: Hey. First of all, you cannot go wrong with the shoots. They are a fantastic brewery. So um, I actually, yeah, I went local myself, and I had I was at a tasting, and I had this um, from the Wood Family Distilleries. I had a, a vodka that they have, and it's very good. So I don't know what I'm calling this. I have a uh, ginger syrup from Drinks, and uh, I made something in fizzy <laughs> water, and quite good. And something may have come off the cranberry sauce that's on the stove, and it ended up in there too. So it's all good. <laughs>
0: Very fe- very seasonally appropriate. Very festive. I try. We have a seasonally appropriate agenda because it's a very League One 1-0 win for Sheffield Wednesday. Some Wednesday news. We'll talk a little bit of the World Cup because that's also seasonally appropriate. And maybe we'll pad the show out to a half hour. We'll preview Mansfield Town in the FA Cup as well. But we will start with a 1-0 win you know what? I'll be honest. It was sh- uh, okay. It was, it was Shrewsbury. I do remember who it was because we had a debate last week over the Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury. Right. But uh, Rob, Rob O'Neill said at some point said Shrewsbury, but also yes. called them the Shrews. So we are no closer to having right. an answer to this question. Although somebody put a 53 minute YouTube video in the WhatsApp group yes. about this and- very topic that I did not watch.
1: Well, you should, and it's it's interesting because in the first few minutes of that, they say that there is the BBC Office of Standards and Pronunciation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sure. Best thing to that do, seems very B, yeah.
1: And they said the best thing to do is call them and ask them if it's the Office of Pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was supposed to be a joke, a joke but um, yeah. So I'm going with... I don't care. I mean,
0: anything. I my word for this game is the eternal sunshine of the sheffield mind because literally by monday morning this game had been erased from my memory i was thinking we have to do a show this week when did they play who did they play what happened i watched the whole game and it was just incredibly unmemorable i then was able to conjure up the mark McGinness header which was quite lovely and a bit of a harem Scarum for the last 20 minutes or so is Wednesday actually struggled pretty badly to kill this game off, which has not been something that, in, as boring as a lot of these games has, have been, is not something that's really been an issue for them so far this season. Um, beyond that, I feel like Alex Mighton had a pretty good game. He was able to at least... I mean, winner, the Shrews came here, they set up in nine men behind the ball, basically, and really did not like they defended okay I thought outside of the the set piece goal um I thought they defended pretty well on the whole Wednesday really did not break them down or create significant scoring opportunities um oh they certainly had the lion's share of the possession and a fair bit of it in the final third but uh yeah that's that's all that's all I got um that's all I got
1: uh my, my experience was from this was that my son who follows a different League One team, I don't wanna I'm gonna keep that to myself. Um he came in to me the other day and he said, Hey, Barry Bannon made team of the week. And I said and he said, you know, he said EFL team of the week. And I said for what? And then he said for the game and I was like, Well and I don't and I don't remember him doing anything. I do and remember. He thought he was
0: fine, especially in the first no, was half. Fine. And
1: then I realized that there were no championship games this week, so then he can get EFL Player of the uh, Team of the Week. Yeah, but I did watch look back and watch the highlights. There was a really nice exchange in the second half where he almost scored, and there was a deflection, and then I think Lee Gregory almost got the rebound. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Now that right.
0: you're, you're, uh...
1: yeah. It was started by Deli Bashu perhaps. Sure. And it was awesome. It was a great play. And that to me stuck out more than the actual goal. Um, uh,
0: look, I got a certain level. They have to play better than this.
1: It was bad <laughs> um, at some point. Uh, it was bad. And the, I just come to peace with one nil wins mm-hmm. I prefer the one nil wins to be on the road. And for them to have a little more authority at Hillsboro. but this was not that at all. Um, they kind of lulled us to sleep. It's harder on the West Coast, isn't it? Say it, Jeff. It's hard to watch these games out West.
0: You know, the, it's not too bad because the kid usually gets me up shortly after the squad gets announced. I can usually get breakfast on the table okay. before kickoff, so... but It's not yeah, awful, it, but I mean, yeah, it would be much better if it was 10 a.m., but yeah. it is not it, 10 a.m. anymore.
1: Just, you, as if we were... Lulled to sleep and the offense was lulled to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, 75 minute mark, the defense just couldn't clear the ball. Everything was being deflected. Yeah. It was going right back to midfielders on their team. And it just felt like we were under attack, um, self-inflicted wounds under attack. It was, um, so my word would be flashbacks, uh, just because it reminds me of those teams that couldn't hold on to one nil, one nil leads. Um, even those teams weren't this... It was bad. I, I, I think people are underestimating. I'll, we're happy. Three points. Three points. Let's, let's be happy. But um, it was rough.
0: Yeah, I mean, you combine it with Plymouth dropping points at the weekend as well and trying to com- compact those top three teams and separating them from the rest of the playoff teams and the playoff chasers and... Yeah, I mean, you can't, again, you can't really complain. Um, I mean, you can. Also, I don't remember stuff to complain about because I don't remember much of the game.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just one of those, it's the fog. The fog has taken it away.
1: Yeah. People, again...
0: um... Should start taking notes for these. That seems like something that a, (laughs) a proper host of a... Well, I did podcast it's but cool. do like put together some talking points. This is year two of League One football. I cannot be bothered.
1: I don't know when iFollow started offering the entire match on demand because I know mm-hmm. it hasn't always been like that, but now you can watch the entire match on demand. And I,
0: I was not going to watch this match a second time. I'm yeah, not thrilled. I, I watched it the first time, and we're done talking about it. <laughs> so we'll take a break. Come back. Cover the Wednesday news. Talk a little World Cup because why not? And preview the Mansfield Town game. <laughs> That's Wednesday news. As mentioned in the match recap, Barry Bannon did make t- team of the week, EFL team of the week, as did uh, Mark McGinnis, who, outside of his goal, I thought had a pretty good game of what little I remember of it. I mean, they did keep a clean sheet, so get that going for them. Right, there you go. More 1 0 wins to talk about as the under 18s beat Derby, and I believe the second round of the FA Youth Cup under the lights at Hillsborough. So a good win for the young lads, and they move on into the third round. Uh, both Dominic Iorfa and Josh Windass left with in- injuries. I don't think we have any m- more information on that at, at this point. Maybe at a at Darren Moore's press conference later in the week. Uh, Marvin Johnson was not in the squad, but that is apparently just uh, squad rotation.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's good. I guess with an FA FA Cup game, you can actually hedge whether he back or not. He did start to
0: get a little leggy towards the end of last season too, and does tend to play every week. Uh, Liam Palmer passed Des Walker for 17th all-time on Sheffield Wednesday's appearance list. He just keeps uh, keeps on going, and we do love a bit of managerial odds here on. The Alls America cast. This will be their next Rangers manager, though. Because oh, a okay. few uh a few notable figures in Wednesday history are on the betting sheet. Uh Neil Warnock Neil Warnock and Chris Wilder at thirty three to one and twenty to one. Uh Tony Pulis at forty to one. And Steve Bruce at a hundred to one.
1: Oh, always pick you know. Bruce. Is it Weird. I only just recently realized that Gary Monk and Tony Pulis have not managed. Yeah, since.
0: like, well, it's, it's a little – I mean, Pulis was uh, – you'd think Monk would get another job somewhere? But, like, I mean, they both one.
1: worked. I mean, they both found gainful employment, Um, but it was just odd that we talk about the coaching carousel, but yeah. these guys apparently, whatever the metaphor is, fell off the carousel. Yeah, I mean, we're,
0: about to pre- we're about to, you know, preview uh... – the, Man- the Mansfield Town game. Who's got uh, you know Nigel Clough as their manager, who has also bounced around. Uh, yeah. These kind of lower league sides for the better part of, well, almost you know, twenty-five years at this point.
1: I'll, I'll put I'll put a fiver on Steve Bruce to be the Rangers sure, manager. Sure. Why not? It'll be like an interim thing. So yeah.
0: <laughs> and we will do dispatches from the World Cup because the World Cup has. Started this week, not the ideal, if I'm honest, start times for me in the mountains or for Mike on the West Coast. I can generally watch the later two games, but yeah, I'm not getting up at 3 a.m. to see uh, Saudi Arabia against Argentina. That's just not how it's going to happen.
1: That was fun news to wake up to. Um, And I appreciate headlines, as wish that. Arab Sting, which was a mm. nice, nice headline to see. Um,
0: never, never doubt Harv Renard in a uh, knockout tournament, basically, I guess.
1: <laughs>
0: I did not see if he was wearing his classic uh, white shirt or not. I know there's a lot of like, I assume he was. I don't know if they have to like, there's a lot of like branded stuff going around, obviously, yeah. uh, for the coaches at this tournament. But I would like a classic. Uh, the, the classic Harv Renard white uh, Oxford is, is classic for a reason. Uh, So what's your what's been your favorite moment so far from the tournament? Obviously, it's early days here.
1: Uh, well, moment or story?
0: Um, Any, any, or any of the above?
1: Yeah, I I have a few because my favorite story is it's not funny to anyone who's there, but to twelve years of planning and then decide to not sell beer forty-eight hours before (laughs) day of. Let's decide to not honor our Budweiser. They're honoring the Budweiser. You can
0: get Budweiser Zero, so (laughs) you've got that.
1: Well. Sure. You can do that too. Um, that was, that was good. Um, Friday.
0: Well, yeah. The uh, big one, the England, England, U S on Friday. Yeah. That is time.
1: Uh, time for us. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, courage is about all I can say for the Americans. I was, they looked fantastic for 30 minutes. Against yeah. It's um, just like watching
0: Wednesday the good 30 minutes in the <laughs> they, first half they never got a second goal and they, then uh, i yeah.
1: had if they could have got that second goal i would have had a lot more faith but i think they just the depth of um yeah for
0: a, for a for a high work rate team like you can't run out of gas that quickly basically it just yeah. <laughs> if they did <laughs> if when we don't have a ton else to offer at the moment
1: so we're we gonna park the bus
0: I I think I'll try to get a result here. Uh, I don't think it's going to work. I just think England's going to have too much depth. And I do think that while the U.S. had a younger, fitter, pacier midfield than Wales did, and that allowed them kind of take it to them for most of the first half, they're not going to be able to control the midfield against England in the same way. I think they're going to have to probably try to play a little more solid and hit them on the break. Which is, I think, is going to be tough to do. Obviously, Harry Kane is up in the yeah. air for always, always carrying some sort of knock. So
1: Harry is good, though. Yeah, I assume
0: he'll play. yeah. And I think the real problem is going to be. I don't think like the the fullbacks trying to mark Sterling and <laughs> God. whoever it is. Whether it's Grealish or are,
1: are you going Odin with this or
0: Sancho mm-hmm. or.
1: Are you going with this logic that this is our rehearsal?
0: Sine, uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I just think it's going to be yeah. I mean it could be it could be ugly. I don't think it will be, but um they need to try to play. They they're playing for goal difference right now, but for these two games with Iran and and England versus mm-hmm. Wales. So I think you do have to try to keep it close, play try it's to play tight four. and it's
1: plus 4 right now, so yeah. um yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's Say a prayer for the Americans. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. I will
0: say my favorite moment so far was actually from today's game in an otherwise completely unremarkable Mexico Poland mm-hmm. tilt. Um, just I, I always love every four years whenever when Mehmet Ochoa turns into the best goalkeeper in the world because I still remember like I think it was 2014. He basically carried them to the uh, yeah to the knockout round and he's just still there every year and just he, like shows up and. Always uh always puts it. I mean he didn't have a ton to do really outside of the penalty saves. It was not a very good game. But
1: how good is he? I mean it's he's I mean it's funny watching Casper Schmeichel get another clean sheet. yeah. Uh, yeah. Like how maybe that would show a don't underestimate him. So.
0: Yeah, and like Kaylor Navas has always done this for Costa Rica too, is another one. I think of that two thousand fourteen tournament I always think of him too, but he's like, you know he's also moved on to Real Madrid and Ferry Saint Germain. So he's like been one of the best goalkeepers in the world while Ochoa just <laughs> he's with Club America right now. Like he's his big move after the two thousand fourteen World Cup was to Malaga and then he kicked on Malaga and standard Liege and so he's never really had that uh that big move. But come come World Cup time. There he is, always. Yeah.
1: I think what else happened? A lot of, yeah, Denmark. Eh. Yeah, it hasn't it been
0: like, uh, France has looked like the best team, at least of the games that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, um, the, without, Dutch, the Dutch did all right
1: yesterday, too. Yeah, um, the Dutch were fine. College,
0: but yeah. yeah. I mean, we saw them, um, we yeah. haven't seen, I did not watch the Argentina game, but obviously, if you're losing to Saudi Arabia, it probably puts you out of being the best looking team in the tournament so far. let uh, up, see Brazil? uh Belgium so
1: maybe this was the kick that Argentina needs to Argentina never made
0: it never feels like during the Messi era Argentina's made it easy to get out of the group stage so yeah remember was it a game again was it Iran they played where like Iran basically held them for 93 minutes until Messi finally just pinged one in from outside the box yeah
1: sounds right um what else do we see yeah France seems to be the class right now but um and I had the text to find out if uh, uh, Luongo was actually. Nice
0: <coughs> he was not, not. No. It is amusing to me that Olivier Giroud is now the is going to pass Thierry Henry for most goals for the French national. Like sometimes you get in these like situations where you know you're comp- you're comparing players from very different eras where there's a lot more international football now. And there's still, like, more international football now than there was when Henri played. But, like, and then, like, Henri, I guess Henri, like, less of an out-and-out striker. But Giroud's also goals per game is better in French colors than Henri's.
1: Exactly. I get I get the Chelsea stuff through osmosis through my son and just when when Giroud turned up at Chelsea a couple years ago, I thought he was washed up and he turned out to be like a revelation. And now he's moved on from there. And it's just um, seeing him here in the World Cup again, it reminds you that, yeah, he is probably I mean, he's hard to say he's underrated because he's well thought of. But he's he could be one of the underrated players out there um, for all for, you know, you know, for all timers. So I'm,
0: I'm nine goals in nineteen appearances for AC Milan this year as a thirty six year old. Yeah,
1: God bless
0: him. So, so from the World Cup to the important game of the week, Sheffield Wednesday on, um, and Mansfield Town in the FA it's Cup on Round a- Two. ABC, right? Sheffield Wednesday, Mansfield Town, yeah, ABC. Yep. Okay.
1: Good.
0: Awesome. I don't again I don't think we can actually watch this. I don't think it's on ESPN Plus, so it it'll, be another, awesome. it'll be another it'll be another on radio YouTube. only. Yes. Um and that, though, there's nothing like, better than waking up
1: early. Waking up early for radio only is awesome.
0: Yeah, and like you would think like what what I guess what games are they I guess they're probably showing the non-league games. It's like the opposite of round 3, where it'll be all the Premier League teams before then they they want to show like let's see what they're showing. I'm curious now. <laughs> let's time. Let's see what I mean I assume they're showing I know uh Wrexham made it through, so I guarantee you they're showing the uh... They're not showing Wrexham. yeah,
1: I They're not let's showing
0: see. Wrexham? I can't even get uh a... I think they had to show that they couldn't really all
1: right.
0: So let's oh. see if they've yeah okay, so King's Lynn Whoa, Town trying, against showing Wrexham. Damn yeah, it. of course they are. Kings Lynn Town against Stevenage. Forest Green against Alvechurch. <laughs> Wrexham against Farnborough and Dagenham Redbridge, Redbridge against Gillingham. Ebbs Fleet United against Fleetwood Town. Bristol Rovers against Boreham Wood. Burton Albion against Chippenham. Uh, so they have the, the, the Ipswich against Buxton and Newport against Derby. So the only. Let's check out one of the teams that doesn't even have a badge on <sighs> the SVM. What's Chippenham? We'll, we'll do one. I'm not going to do all of them. We'll do one yeah, little no. Wikipedia for Chippenham. Oh, it took me to the. It's a market I'm town marketing. in northwest Wiltshire, England, northeast of Bath.
1: Okay.
0: Isn't everything to, northeast of Bath? I. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> most of the country, yeah. Yeah. Chippenham Town FC. The Bluebirds. National League South. So pretty uh sixth tier of English football. Pretty far down. Not that uh not that that far down, but Yeah, look I don't even mind showing the the weird non league stuff, but yeah, it'll be radio only at home, so let's go to the actual preview. Uh Manchester Town are eighth in league two, one point out of the playoffs. Nine wins Three draws, seven losses, plus one goal difference. Uh, five wins, five losses, away from home, minus one goal difference. Pretty good form. They've won uh, four of their last six. And they did, we were talking about this last week, they did uh, They did play in the Pizza Cup last year, Wednesday 1-2-1. Justin was wondering if this was the traffic game, where the announcer was commenting on the traffic, but I'm pretty sure that was a League Cup game, because I don't think they were putting the Pizza Cup on ESPN.
1: I don't even know if that was a league. Wait, which there are a couple of different versions of people getting stuck in traffic. No, um, no,
0: they were commenting on the traffic going by the stadium because the game was still gotcha. boring. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: right. That, again, and that's how you know you're in League One is when yeah. you can see outside the stadium. I think that out. was
0: a League Cup game that made that made ESPN, if I recall correctly. But yeah, that sounds right. I don't, I don't remember offhand. They are, in Mansfield, in Nottinghamshire, the Stags formed in 1897 as the Mansfield Wesleyans. They've won a bunch of small leagues um, during the football league in 1931, the southern section of the third division, and have primarily been a third, fourth division club over their history. They did win the 86-87 Pizza Cup, also known known then as the Freight Rover Trophy. So beautiful, beautiful, it's lovely. Their manager is the uh, aforementioned Nigel Clough. Um, I learned uh, today what had one game on loan. For Sheffield Wednesday in uh, '97, on loan from Man City.
1: Wow. Did
0: he he likes play, to play a three-five-two, which is more of a three-five-one-one. Likes the possession, work down the wings, cross or through ball from the number ten to the wing backs. Uh, he, Justin asks, any chance they play us straight up? Um, just, no, I assume they're gonna play more of a five-three-one-one, and. Look to defend. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, again, they're pushing for playoff spot in League 2. They might do some squad rotation themselves. I don't know if they want the extra uh, cup game in there. It's tough to say.
1: I still think there's that get to round three. Get entry. to round
0: three, get the big pay. You know, Maybe you draw Liverpool or whatever coming off the World Cup with half their squad tired. There you go.
1: Actually, this would be the question. When is round three of the FA Cup? Did we talk about this last week?
0: We did. I just had the page open, so I should be able to round the third round. It's going to be January 27th.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was so way it's, off. A, it's
0: a few weeks later, but it's not. I uh, it was way
1: later than that,
0: though. Okay. Yeah. Players of note uh, George LaPel, the attacking midfielder. I assume the aforementioned number 10, five goals and three assists. Uh, they have a center back forward. It's very 90s. Oliver Hawkins, who has scored uh, two goals. They have their own little uh, Nottingham Forest Loney, Will Swan, who's twenty two and is their leading scorer with six golds. And uh Stephen Quinn in uh center of midfield, a uh, lower league veteran at thirty six. And uh Justin just put a pig emoji there, so I assume that means he played for Sheffield United at some point. Good guess. Uh so what would you how would you set up for this? Obviously, Coming up on December. Not a particularly crowded fixture schedule, but you do have some big yeah. matches coming up. You know, Darby, most notably. So, yeah, he, he's been doing a fair I, amount. Like, I don't know what squad rotation looks like at this point because he's been doing a fair amount of it anyway.
1: I would like to see if Marvin Johnson is available. Um, but yeah, I was really excited by the team that was announced last week, and I wouldn't mind running them out again.
0: I think you probably won't. I think Iowa and Windass, even if they're okay, are probably going to get the week off anyway, considering really they left with Knox. I would suspect that uh, you might see Marvin Johnson and Liam Palmer get a full start, given you know Palmer hasn't gotten a lot of match time recently, and you know Johnson, you know again, they don't. It's not like they have a midweek game coming up, so they have they can start to. I mean, Marvin Johnson or Liam Palmer might need to play center back at this point, too. So we'll see how that goes. Jeff, would you like to introduce someone? Yes, my daughter is stomping around. Even though she's supposed to be in bed, it's now stomping around. That's okay. What's up, bud? We're talking about the owls. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) how I feel. I would like to see Lee Gregory start and bang in a couple goals, I think it'll be good for him. I don't care about the midfield, because they can just put really... They have, like, yeah. seven midfielders they can play, so...
1: We're good. good. Um, you no, know, I, I think, yeah, let's put. Let's get out there and, and try to hammer home three and four goals and, and, and really...
0: Yeah, because, like, you know, for we said, you know, for Mansfield, yeah. try to get into round three. Wednesday getting into round three and getting a big Premier League club, like, look, you got to be realistic about where you are in the football pyramid sometimes. Like, look, a nice little friday night game under the lights at hillsborough against man you or something nothing wrong with that maybe rexham or rexham get another. that'll get them on espn plus more than a uh, man u game would at this point so <laughs> whatever works Should have pulled up and have a sheet for this. So, and, uh, right, I went to. Do we have any other business?
1: Well, there are no meetups this week, so keep you that know, in mind. So
0: it turns out the World Cup uh, might dominate uh, this—the soccer bars versus a uh, FA Cup game that is not on TV.
1: Call call your local and see if they'll put FGR on. <laughs>
0: But for now, you've been listening to episode 197 of the Owls AmeriCast. We're on the internet at owlsamericas.com. You can email the show at owlsamericas at gmail.com and find and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at owlsamericas. Our podcast intro and bumper to by fellow Wednesday for Reverend and the Makers. The podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and probably anywhere else you choose to download podcasts. There's no wrong way to listen to the show. Just do what feels right. Whenever you choose, consume the Owls Americas. So we ask you rate and review the show. It helps more Wednesdays find our ramblings. Mike is on Twitter at Cascadia Owls. Uh, for a change of pace, Mike, official prediction for the U.S. England game.
1: Awesome. Um, uh, my heart says, my head says, um, let's go. Uh, let's go three and to England. Which I think, I think it'll
0: be a respectable two-one win for Blighty.
1: Yeah. Uh, so also a happy Thanksgiving to all those uh to our American listeners and uh yeah, everybody enjoy the game. It'll be it's a, it's fun that we're all off uh all off work on Friday. So uh enjoy the game.
0: And we enjoy Mansfield Town, Jeff on Wednesday. We'll probably talk about both of them next week.